I'm Nikki de Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. Welcome to the program. We'll have the latest COVID numbers, but first, six people are killed in a clash between Philippine soldiers and a local terrorist group in Patikul, Sulu, Saturday morning. Let's get more details. We have on the line ABS-CBN correspondent Joel Reyes. Joel, go ahead. Yes, uh, Nikki, six are dead, 17 others are injured in a fresh encounter in Sulu province. Western Mindanao Command spokesperson Major Arvin John Encina says among the six were a capital, three soldiers and two alleged members of the Abu Sayyaf group. The local terrorists were neutralized amid an encounter between the 6th Special Forces Battalion and more or less 40 armed bandits. The firefight occurred in Barangay, Kanage, Patikol, Municipality, Sulu Province. The soldiers who perished in the encounter are already in Zamboanga City, along with 11 others wounded troopers. The rest were taken to Puta General Chadolfo Bautista Hospital in Holosulu. Hot pursuit is still ongoing. The AFP has not yet named which faction of the Abu Sayyaf group was responsible in the incident. Reporting from Zamboanga City, Joel Reyes, ABS-CBN News. All right, thank you for that report, Joel Reyes. Another 714 people have been infected with the new coronavirus disease in the Philippines. 350 were detected over the last three days, while 364 form part of the government's backlog validation. Total COVID-19 cases now stands at over 21,000. Seven more have died from the disease, bringing the death toll closer to the 1,000 mark. Recoveries, meanwhile, are at, are at over 4,400. The Philippine Health Department assures the public they have allocated enough funds for the financial compensation for ill and fallen COVID-19 health workers. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere says they have issued checks worth 1 million pesos to 29 heirs of the fallen frontliners, adding they only need to give aid to three more. As of those who have fallen ill, they were identified as severe or critical. Vergere says they should expect the compensation to arrive in the coming days. With regard to those who has had who had severe symptoms at mabibigyan po ng 100,000 yung database po namin ng 79 workers ay nakaayos na rin po and uh, maybe in the coming days may bibigay na rin po natin agad-agad itong kompensasyon na ito. The health department also denied allegations the actual number of medical frontliners who died in the line of duty was inaccurate. The numbers that are being reported to us and has been validated already by DOH. If you try to remember, in maybe last two weeks, we have corrected this number of healthcare workers who have died. Uh, initially, we were we had the number of 34, and then we had to remove two of uh, those personnel who were on the list because Johns uh, that they are not uh, uh, considered as healthcare workers anymore. So uh, we were down to 32, and up until now we have the number as uh, 32, and these are these were data which were all validated coming from our reporting unit. Malacanang gave the health department until June 9 to distribute the financial aid to health workers after the Senate learned earlier this week that none of the medical frontliners received the incentive. Philippine economic managers urge lawmakers to reconsider their proposed 1.3 trillion peso economic stimulus package, citing the government's limited sources of revenues amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The details with Bruce Rodriguez. Philippine economic managers are trying to convince the country's lawmakers to rethink the proposed 1.3 trillion peso economic stimulus package, which is aimed at reviving the local economy that is hit hard 
for the new coronavirus disease pandemic. That was according to so Acting Social Economic Planning Secretary Carl Chua, who said that they are in discussion with the congressman because he said that not such an amount would be, quote, not fundable because any supplemental budget or standby appropriation would require new revenue sources, and that is very limited, and financing or borrowing is not a revenue source, according to the secretary. Government tax collections have been taking a hit from the pandemic as businesses were shuttered by an over two-month-long lockdown in a bid to stop the local spread of the deadly disease. And just for a bit of context, Chua, who was formerly referred to as the poster boy of the country's tax reform program as undersecretary at the finance department. And he said that instead of boosting borrowings to high levels, he said that government should instead maximize the impact of a package of tools already implemented by the economic team, as well as the country's central bank. And uh, just to recall, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, or the Philippine Central Bank, earlier employed several measures from its monetary policy toolkit, like bringing down interest rates to record low levels and slashing required the required amount of money local banks need to keep in reserves. It also engaged in a repurchase agreement with the Treasury, pumping around 300 billion pesos in readily available funds to government's COVID-19 response. And Chua explained that the economic team's proposal would, in effect, pump prime the local economy with 847 billion pesos of fiscal and monetary measures. And he asserted that doling out billions of pesos to affected households and ramping up the infrastructure program are not the only ways to reinvigorate the economy, explaining that investments can be coursed through through state-owned and even private financial institutions so that they can have higher multiplier effect for the funds. And he cited the infusion of 10 billion pesos into the Land Bank of the Philippines, a state-owned bank, which would create up to 85 billion pesos in value by providing support to farmers and small businesses at low to zero interest. He also uh, uh, cited an example uh, that uh, the same 10 billion pesos can be used by the Philippine Guarantee Corporation to give ailing businesses a wider access to funding by guaranteeing their loans with both public and private lenders and ultimately creating value of up to 200 billion pesos. And lastly, he also called on uh, lawmakers to swiftly pass the proposed Corporate Recovery and Tax Incentives for Enterprises Act, or CREATE, which is seen to slash corporate income tax rates from one of the region's highest at 30% down to 25% by July. However, Congress has already adjourned uh, on Thursday, uh, that's June 4, but several stakeholders have been pushing for a special session to pass uh, such crucial bills uh, aimed at beefing up the country's response against COVID-19. Philippine COVID-19 Task Force Chief Implementer Carlito Galvez vows the government will test 1-2% to of the Filipino population for COVID-19 by August. Galvez says there are now 52 COVID-19 accredited laboratories across the country and they are planning to build more. 25 are in Metro Manila. He adds the continuous supply of personal protective equipment also resulted in the dramatic drop in casualties among health workers. Galvez also assures the public the government will not procure fake PPEs. Wala po tayong kinuha sa South Korea. Ang ano po natin ay doon po kagad, diretso po sa manufacturer ng, uh, ng China. At uh, ito po mga level 4 at saka tinis-evaluate natin ito. Amin pong uh, sinuri nung nag-ikot-ikot po kami sa different uh, 
hospitals at ang sabi nila maganda po yung uh, yung uh, uh, mga PPEs po natin. Kung titingnan niyo po yung graph ng ating uh, casualties at saka mga na-infect na mga health workers ay talagang bumaba po noong uh, March 24 noong nakapagkakaroon po na tayo ng mga distribution ng PPEs ay uh, ngay talagang uh, nabawasan na po ang uh, casualty ng ating mga uh, doctors at nurses. Kung titingnan po natin na uh, ngayong May talaga po nga uh, wala halos wala na po tayong halos nagkakaroon ng balita na nagkaroon tayo ng casualty na ng uh, dahil wat kwakulangan na PPE. More aid coming for overseas Filipino workers displaced by the coronavirus pandemic. The Philippine Overseas Workers Welfare Administration said it has approved an additional 2 billion pesos for active OWA members. So far, about 72,000 workers have availed the 10,000 peso cash aid. Mukhang dito sa padating na second round of legislation, uh, socio-economic stimulus naman ito, mukhang meron ding something in store for our workers in terms of financial assistance. But kamakailan lamang, uh, nung, uh, nung Webes, June 4, ay nagpa siya ang OWA Board of Trustees na magbibigay rin ng cash assistance sa mga nanonumbalik na active OWA members. Nanonumbalik na sa active OWA members. So naglaan ng 2 billion pesos ang board para sa bagay na ito. At inaasahan natin magsisimula na tayong mag-accept ng application beginning next week. Meanwhile, the OWA says it's helping prepare Filipino workers bound to return to their jobs abroad. This as the government vows to shorten the turnaround time for repatriated Filipinos that needed to be quarantined upon arrival. gagawin natin electronic data ang gagawin natin sa pre pre-departure nila sa abroad at kaya nakita natin uh, yung ating uh, ating DFA at saka ang ating OWA at saka DOLE ay gagawa ng, uh, ng hakbang para at least uh, makuha na kagad ang data doon sa, ano, sa, sa abroad. And then ang gagawin natin para hindi makongest ang uh, Metro Manila ay gagamitin natin ang ibang paliparan. Sa ngayon nga po, uh, kahapon, mayroon na pong bumaba dito sa Clark. Itong mga pagpapauwi natin sa probinsya, may bumabalik ko. May, may, sa return flights niyan, meron na po yan sila na itatakay. Uh, kaya sa ngayon, patuloy yung ating transport assistance sa uh, mga gustong manubalik sa ibang bansa. At alam din natin na uh, sa direktiba ng IATF at ni Secbelio, uh, yung POEA ay nagbukas na rin ng kanilang mga tanggapan para sila ay mag-process na no, mga returning workers. Uh, lalo na rin yung mga seafarers, yung tinatawag na crew change. The Metro Manila Development Authority will start implementing a modified number coding scheme on Monday. Private vehicles driven by help workers and those with two or more passengers will be exempted. The coding scheme comes as traffic returns to Metro Manila after government eased lockdown measures under the general community quarantine. Local government of Taguig pushing for bicycles as an alternative means of transportation in the city. Taguig City Mayor Lino Cayetano says bikes are the solution to transportation woes as the city adapts to a new normal. The city passed an ordinance last Monday to build more bike-friendly spots in the city. The ordinance urged city hall employees, law enforcers, and public health workers to avail of the government's bike lending program. It also seeks to partner up with the business sector to build more bike racks and protected lanes for cyclists, as well as incentives for people who will opt to use bikes for going places. The local government of Manila will be handing out thousands of laptops and tablets to teachers and students for online classes in the upcoming school year. Michael Delizo with the details. The Manila City government has announced that it will distribute 110,000 tablet devices 
to public school students from kinder to grade 12, as well as 11,000 laptops to teachers. This comes as the Philippine Education Department pushes for transition into an online or remote mode of learning amid the threat of the coronavirus. In an announcement via Facebook Live Friday evening, following a meeting with members of the city local school board, Manila Mayor Isko Morena said the local government will spend 994 million pesos for the e-learning equipment. Morena said each tablet device will be equipped with SIM cards with 10 gigabyte bandwidth monthly and additional free 2 gigabyte data allocation for YouTube. Meanwhile, the 11,000 laptops will come with pocket Wi-Fi devices to help teachers with their online classes. The mayor said these devices will be distributed before the opening of the school year 2020-2021, which is scheduled on August 24. Philippine Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez is urging the use of technology and mobile apps to aid in contact tracing and observance of safety protocols in establishments. This as the economy gradually opens up with dine-in operations now allowed in areas under modified general community quarantine. The same goes for barbershops and salons set to resume limited operations in general community quarantine areas like Metro Manila by tomorrow, June 7th. Meron din tayo ina-encourage na gamitin na, na technology app para uh, makakatulong sa contact tracing at saka pag-assess ng mga customer kung sila ba ay uh, uh, ano to, pasado sa kanilang health condition. So papagamit natin yung safe path na technology app at saka yung stay safe na technology app para din sa contact tracing. There are four things that you can do with it. Unang una, the capacity of the venue or the establishment can be digitally mapped and planned. Pangalawa, yung enabling people to reserve time in that space and fill out an important health questionnaire. Pangatlo, to enforce the guidelines and protocols that our government wants us to follow. And then the fourth is really automating our incident management para we're not worried na you know, uh, when things happen, uh, it's, it's going to become out of control. Air Asia Philippines to let go 12% of its workforce or over 250 employees, becoming the first local airline to announce layoffs due to losses from the COVID-19 crisis. The carrier says the move was a difficult decision to make, but adds that it did everything it could to keep the number of affected employees to a minimum. The airline had to cancel all domestic and international flights for over two months from March 20 to May 31 because of travel restrictions enforced in Luzon and other key cities. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the NC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.